What's good, what's good? We're back again for another version of King Vision, the vision of a king. It's your boy Omar and family. What's that? Hey. Hey, hey, Nugget. Hey. <laughs> What's up, y'all? That's Nugget. So, um, took a couple of weeks off, and this might be a little short, but we just wanted to talk about some stuff that's been going on, man. it has been a lot of crazy stuff going on with the weather. Um, we had the uh, Harvey and Irma that happened, flooded a whole lot of stuff. Um, and some people already did some uh, videos talking about the different stuff with that, about, like, how uh, the black areas got flooded, of course. And, I mean, the whole city got flooded in Houston. But um, um, it was interesting saying um, just the different ways and the different stuff uh, that goes on behind the uh, flood stuff and the, the money that's made on that side of the stuff. And it was I watched a video of a dude who had this big old – vehicle with these big wheels and it was huge and he was saving people and driving people around and helping them get from A to B and the police made him park and told him that he couldn't do it because of insurance they said something like if somebody get hurt or something uh, insurance uh, won't cover it so uh, he needed to um, pretty much go home and he sent them home so uh, that was just crazy and then the fact too, the storm itself, uh, it pretty much um, was good, and it was moving, and then it's like it 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 went out and got some power and came back in. Um, that's crazy in itself too. I think in the last one I did, I talked about different weather stuff, and it's even crazy now how it's different. Like it was Harvey that Irma. <clears throat> Excuse me. Then it was Jose, and now it's another one, Maria, that's hitting Puerto Rico right now. And it's like, dang, I don't know if I ever remember a time where we had so many hurricanes all at once. Yo, yo, can you hear me? But yeah. Um, I don't, I don't remember a time where we had so many hurricanes all at once. Um, Brew I can't hear you Um, But yeah I don't don't remember such a time man um, Where um, It was so much um, um, Hurricanes and just the weather Like I said if if, If nothing else For people that you know, if we talk, if we start talking about uh, like harp or weather modification stuff, and start talking about wars being fought with weather, it sounds crazy. But like, just walk with me down the path and say, have you ever seen that? That many hurricanes back to back? Like, I, I mean, I guess I ain't never really paid attention, but I think I'd have heard like two. But that's it. Like, have we seen four come like this back to back in how many weeks has been? Like a month? Yeah. So it's just like, that's crazy in itself um, that that's happening like that. 
And it's like, how how are they um, in that situation <coughs> where um, it's, it's it's a situation where <laughs> that's crazy um, that they followed each other like that, and it's just so many, and then they hit these same areas like that. I looked on the radar on my phone, and the uh, Irm, or uh, Maria is it. It's like taking over the whole Puerto Rico, like the whole. It's like sitting on top of Puerto Rico right now, and I thought that was wild. Um, it was one of them situations where, um, you know, it, 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 it's, it's a lot going on in general um, when it when it comes to the weather and people' lives is being lost and, like I said, companies is making money coming in and uh, cleaning everything up and companies is making money. Um, you know, selling products and selling like water and relief type materials and people losing everything and having to relocate. It's just a whole lot of other stuff that go on behind everything. Yo. I don't know if it's my computer. Um, I still can't hear you. Yeah, I got everything else. Oh wait. Yeah, I can't hear you. Um but yeah, um it was one of them things, um where like I said, just looking at everything, um, it's being trying to follow it is a lot and you ain't gonna never really get your full hand on it. Um, just because I mean it's a lot I mean you could you could research and look at stuff and try to piece it together, but you got to pay, be paying attention to a whole lot of stuff. And my wife just sent me a little article where the headline is Red Cross execs don't know what portion of donation go to Harvey Relief. Like, that's wild that that's even a conversation. But going back to the money thing, going back to what I was saying with the last one about, um, uh, you know, people saying that people was dying the people that was in shelters was getting killed and stuff like that. And there's been talk of uh, organ harvesting, which for those of y'all that don't know, they're talking to that girl in Chicago. They saying that that was an organ kind of harvesting deal. It's funny that the, the freezer plays play such a big role. If we talking about organs and keeping, it's just an interesting thing, but um, when you think about it and for other people who don't know, like I said on here before, um, people of color, um, it's been, kind of noted that when it comes to like physical like say organs like a heart um and it's not anything like it's not from a place of supremacy it's from a place of biology when i say like the heart of a uh black person uh maybe a certain kind of black person uh would be stronger than a non-melanated person um and again, that's not from a place of supremacy. So because, I mean, I guess because I'm not a part of a, another group, I don't look at the reality behind organ harvesting and how that goes. But I imagine other groups, because again, I done said a bunch of times on this podcast, it's, my, it's not <clears throat> the black and white thing is the, the thing that's in rich and poor. And we all poor when they, the kind of rich I'm talking about. So, you. 
Yo. But yeah, um, it's really one of them situations where um, I can't I I, I can't react that um, it's always some other stuff going on and it's always money behind it's relief people and it's uh, it's just a whole lot of different stuff uh, that go on um, you know yo sweet lord is this working yeah it got Got you now. Okay. Woo. Yeah, my bad. I had to close out my whole dissertation. For real? I mean, it's. I mean, yeah, but it's all good. I mean, it was saved. I'm just saying, like, I had to just reset my shit a little bit. Yeah, man, my bad. I know that could be crazy too with all this technology. Man, let's not even start that. <laughs> yeah. How, how's that? How's the writing going? I mean, it's a process, but it's 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 it's, it's going well. I will say, staying positive. I got like a couple good writing sessions in before I can start trying to go through the process of if I'm ready to start defending um, this information or not. But it's it's starting to, it's starting to take shape, man. It's really um, it's ups and downs. So today I'm sounding up about it, and it's starting to take shape and starting to really come together. That's what's good, man. That's what's good. Um, and I they just called in. I'm gonna see who this is. Yep. Yo. Greetings. Greetings. Hey. hey, uh, what's good? It's Sapphire. Oh, word, word. Thank you for joining us again. Um, yeah, man. And I, I was just pretty much kicking off. I only been on for about um and I started talking about weather, but it's gonna I mean, it could be anything. Uh we could take the conversation a couple more places, but thank you all thank y'all for joining. And joining into the conversation, but uh, yeah, pretty much weather and the fact that um, you don't really get to see, like you've never, well, I've never seen the weather patterns like this before and everything. Just the reality that there might be some other stuff going on behind that, plus the money stuff, plus come behind it and clean, plus the neighborhoods that get destroyed and the houses get torn down and they, they when they rebuild it, it gets a whole new face, a whole new vibe. Um in reality and we saw it happen with New Orleans and it's still going on with New Orleans and I'm curious to see what the 10 year bounce back going to be for all of these storms really and all the kind of stuff and even in some of the islands um, going to look like even though it's more common in the islands but um, yeah so that's why I'm starting but of course we got to talk about Young Jock and his dress um, I mean, about some of this other stuff too. I mean, with the with the with the weather conversation, oh, you know, kind of they're they're wrapping it with the conversation of climate change, mm-hmm. <clears throat> and that's kind of one of those things where, you know, in a, in, a, in a clickbait kind of society, in a quick satisfaction kind of society, easily, um, people want to see or want to um, understand that their immediate you know, pollutions are having this kind of immediate effect on weather, the kind of vicious effect on weather. Um, I agree where you at as far as what else is going on and also, like, um, how much of this is cyclical. But, like, the, it, it, I can't I – have, I question, the, you know, could it be cyclical because, like you said, the frequency. Um, some people don't even know, like, how these hurricanes have been named. Like, literally it goes down the alphabet. So whenever we start getting from – 
you know, Harvey straight to Irma straight to, it's like, this is, it's a short list of names. So this is not right. even, it's not even like hurricanes and or tropical depressions that kind of fizzle out like we would normally see. Like we're starting to see three or four storms back to back that, that come to full fruition, um, et cetera. Yeah, and this is it's crazy when you get into the conversation. Um, it's some it's some uh, schools of thought that look at weather stuff as being like a, a modern day warfare type deal and a modern day just just tool to be used uh, for different reasons. Um, once you look at it from that perspective, it, it kind of brings it to a little more reality. Just you know, having two and three hurricanes right behind one another that seem to be going like following in the same or similar path and the way they're whipping back. Like you said, they're saying climate change and other stuff. It's just an interesting kind of reality. Um, um, just looking at it, you know, and I, I just, I don't remember having so many weeks in a row with inclement weather information. It's almost like a apocalyptic kind of um, the way that it's being produced. And weather manipulation is not something that's new. I mean, we've been trying to have some type of impact on weather since we've been um, blowing up firecrackers and or putting certain chemicals in the air um, before this modern time, purely to just induce rain or so on right. and so forth. That's not a when people say there's no chance that that man can have an impact on weather or kind of induce weather. Um, that's our you know we know that's false, but people like to you know um, we we don't. We don't we don't accept certain parts of scientific advancement if it doesn't fit a current a narrative that we feel comfortable with, and that's I mean that's not okay, but I, I definitely can understand it. Yeah, it's, it's it's a man. It's just in general a whole lot, and um, I, I was on I like I said one of my guilty pleasures is World Star, just because, especially um, is on a side note. So the dude that made World Star, he passed away. Um, World Star has changed a whole lot. Like as far as the kinds of videos that go up, the the it's like it's just crazy, crazy. Like literally since the day, maybe a day or two after he died, the content kind of took a shift. Like you were saying in the previous podcast, you know when when we do something, it got a certain flair to it, and it got a certain like it's very specific to us, and it reaches us in a certain way. But when that formula gets changed, it's almost like, well, who did y'all make this for? Now you you made it kind of user friendly if that makes sense so anyway but part of my um interest in all of that was um during all of these hurricanes i think when harvey hit first some dude who like he he, he uh took electricity he pretty much created a, a system where he created like a little tornado in a within an environment just to show you like yeah if you take if you create this certain circumstances, you can take and manipulate these things. And I thought that was interesting that they can, someone can really show you how, but you still function from a place of disbelief. Cause it's like, well, this is this simple experiment that this man did in his lab, but it's like, you don't think it's possible that that can be duplicated and sized up and done in real time on a bigger scale. You know what I'm saying? More resources, more money, more everything. So um, I thought that was interesting that Worldstar posted a video like that um, just because that's not, that's not their thing. Um, and so that was, that was just something that was interesting to me. And I'm, I'm curious to know how many people, like you said, have seen, cause it really is nothing new. 
<clears throat> and like I said, stated before, um, uh, Britt just sent me a text saying that the uh, the Red Cross execs don't know what portion of the proceeds go to Harvey Relief. Like that's wild that they collected all this money and just like, oh well, we don't know how much of the money gonna actually go towards what we said it was. Right, but regardless of the fact, it's just crazy that the whole point of, I mean, and it's not even the first time either, you know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah, yeah, the people not going to stop giving, and that's just wild, but um, like I said, that weather piece I mean, we is could, just, go ahead, go ahead. I mean, we're, I mean, we're willfully being ignorant to, to what's really going on, I mean, in, in a day and time where we can literally funnel money um, in different ways, like I, I reached out to people, you know, like that I knew of that was like, hey, if I can send you some change, you know what I'm saying? Like, let me know so I know that it's going to somebody. And you right. know, and, and then keep that line open. Like, there's, there's so many ways to stream money and, and pool money nowadays that um, it's almost disheartening that, that, that after these studies come out or these, you know, the, the, the research on these business organizations come out about their, you know, fiscal practices, we still fall for the same okie doke. I mean, mm. you can compare you can compare this Red Cross conversation to NAACP conversation within the Black community. Like we still having the conversation about who founded this organization, what their true intent is. Like I'm still like not beating the band on it, but it's like I roll my eyes and have to like just take a side and be like, okay, but you haven't gotten to the place yet where you understand that like Spin Guard and people like that are the people behind the people you think, you know, are fighting for so-called liberation and emancipation. Okay. The Red Cross is not doing anything organization-wise that, like, corporations don't do. You know what I'm saying? As far as, like, it's not about what you really do or what you really sell. It's about what people think you do or people think you sell. Right. Right. That's just the the whole thing is kind of interesting. And we, we, at a point, you would think people, like, would, would realize that this whole relief after Nash like there's been so many natural disasters that they collected money for and not not just the Red Cross but just organizations in general that were supposed to be legitimate and they miss you know the it was later found that the the funds got misused or <coughs> on some way in some way uh mismanaged and uh the fact that it's even in question how much money would go to the relief is just wild and it 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 it, it speaks it speaks to the condition I guess of just the deterioration of morality because that means people saw people drown and they know people died and they know people's whole lives were lost and they don't even care they just gonna take the money and run like that's worse than the dude on the street that's robbing a gun like person to person with the pistol because I don't know it's just like he at least he well he's just getting your phone your wallet and that's it. And you got to bounce back on the card and all of that, but your whole house gone, and the people that's supposed to help you bounce back, they ain't now. They not even giving you enough money to start off with at all. Like you, you barely able to do that's anything a, with that. It's a it's a free tragedy to collect some money for my for my check or my salary the next year, and that's part of the reality. Um, we can explain it away, but that's the, what you're speaking to is the reality. Like nah, nah, nah. Somebody probably gonna get a, a bonus in December called a Christmas bonus from this money that people send in through these means. You know, like that's that's the reality of how this money is going. So while my house is is gone, you're trying to figure out how to maintain your 
insert, you know, professional title role at the American Red Cross. And that's cool. But that, that, that lets me know, like you said, like where we are morally as a, as a, as a, as a human race, you know, a human, as a humanity that we allow that to happen. And we're like, no, no, we think the Red Cross still do good work. They're still really helping people. It's like, nah, bro, you can go to New Orleans right now. And people will say, nah, it ain't, it ain't what you thought it was. Right. Right. And it's, it's just sad in general, like I said, and hopefully uh, people wake up or people will take the time and put their money into something that's going to be a little bit more beneficial um, to the situation and the circumstances. And hopefully people help themselves, too. Because seeing, you know, Bun B talk about, you know, how he felt and um, just the people that people were waiting on them and just the reality that they he felt like they were helpless. Um but they they kind of local heroes, so people kind of looking past the like after so many situations, um, how many natural disasters have to happen pretty much to you towards the people that are supposed to help you? And you look to the people that's there, you know, and the stress that they are, are under because they don't have the, the access to the, the resources that they need to really do the job. So that's just a crazy situation and a stressful situation there. Um um, prayers go out to those families and the people that are still experiencing all that and whatever else is coming too because we don't know where the storm that's coming over from Puerto Rico. We don't know where that's going to go and what it's going to do. And it's just crazy, like I said, that all of this stuff is happening back to back. Um, and I hope people really take a note just of the, the pattern so that when it's continued to happen, they can at least start to drop this. It's not always fun sounding like the crazy person in the room when it comes to this stuff and people always realize it's too late. Um and uh, so I'm a I'm a I'm a end the whole weather thing there, um, and and, and jump some uh, entertainment and kind of just you know we always talk about masculinity and the, how that's under attack and the different stuff people doing and two of the main things that happened recently, uh, and well three really too if you want to go ahead and consider the Kevin Hart situation, Kevin Hart done got caught up again and he out here looking crazy. The meme game is pretty tough. Young Jock, well, Young Dro snitched on his homeboy and said his homeboy had the gun. And so his whole manhood is, is underway. And then you got Young Jock wearing a dress and saying he did it for publicity, just not for his show. And Can I also promoted. add something in there? Oh, yeah, throw one in there. Um, article came out yesterday in The Root um, by um, very smart black men, I believe. I'm talking about how straight black men are the white people of the black community. I'm, I'm paraphrasing this title. Oh man, that's okay, been, that's, been, that's been a swirl in my world today. That's what that's. I might need to go read that. That sounds like a good one. And it's and, it, oh, and you right. I so I forward to you, brother, because I mean, it kind it, it's 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 a whirlwind about of opinions right now as it relates to one identity, if you will. It, it kind of it's, it's certain ways that you got to watch. So like you got to watch who's being talked about a lot at one time. Right. Right. And it's, and it's interesting that you say that in the way it's almost like, a uh, how can I say like a, a new club within the club, like, um, like that conversation we had today where, it, you know, these are people that you've had access to for the longest and you didn't want to have a conversation with them. But now 
that you want you're kind of attaching yourself to a certain community or lifestyle now that's the route you want to take because of that and it's like the cool thing to do um right. and then the fact that you know so this person wants to do something for shock value and he chooses to wear a dress and he already like they've been going in looking like somebody all right he got the perm and all of that stuff like is is he know even it, i mean part of it you got to be kind of because at the end of the day this do be about attention and money so part of it is like well he do live in atlanta and even if he ain't gay, he know it's a bunch of gays that'll trip out and go see what he's doing just because he did it. Even if they don't right. agree with it. You know what I'm saying? Because he probably around them people so much where they ain't even tripping off of it. And in Atlanta so different in itself, a lot of people ain't, I mean, people ain't down for it, but they ain't tripping off of it. You right. know what I'm saying? So it's just like, it's a whole nother world. And oh, and I, we, we left another one out. You seen uh, Tentacion did that video where he hung the little white boy, right? I did not. So he had a, he got a new song and it's talking about all the murders from Emmett Till to Keith Lamont Scott. And in the end of the video, he it's like a little, it's like a noose, a little black boy and a little white boy that he walk up and he put the noose on the little white boy and then he go off to the side and he start pulling the rope and he hang the little white boy in front of the black boy. Oh. And people going ham, like people, people are frying this dude like, this is wrong and the images and you know, you getting pe- people saying like one, one guy's opinion was, um, you know, in that situation, he mentioned real life murders that happened to real life people, but y'all mad at him for doing a theatrical hanging of a child. And then right. some people's opinion of that is in the same way that that little black kid in the theatrical piece watched a little white kid get hung. There's some old white people that watched little black boys be hanged when they were young. Right. So, you know, some people don't feel any sympathy. Some people are like, well, I mean, what the fuck? Like, I mean, this is art. Y'all crying about art? Some of our ancestors really did go through that. Some of y'all right. ancestors really watched that happen and didn't break a sweat. You know what I'm saying? So, it's just crazy. It's just this time of shock value and this time of kind of like this clickbait and it's almost like everything is so high energy and high negativity and high everything um it's to the extreme and so how do you go beyond the extreme it's a high time brother i mean beyond the extremes is really um where the answers to me will, will start to come to more light um what's happening right now is people are still staying within the boundaries of the box to understand what's happening to these extremes and it's like no 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 you don't have to like do some real truth about what's really happening first before you get to that place. Like, that's one thing that I, that I feel like we all had to go through. It's kind of like, how long could I sit back and um, let's go to religion, for example, and, and and not parse out the contradictions within the book and what I was experiencing. So there was contradictions within the book by itself, and then there was contradictions between the book and what I was experiencing that if I just ignored these, eventually I'm, I'm going to be oblivious to the totality of what's going on around me. Now, I may not, I may not be able to, you know, always understand everything but if i can have a basic core like understanding that this ain't what i think it is that's a good place to start (laughs) right right and my thing too is like um just going back to the idea of people being led to a place um regardless of what people think like people are really willing to do whatever just to get that attention and it's almost getting to a place where it don't matter what it is. Like people will do the extreme. 
it's a rapper in Charlotte right now who his whole gimmick is he'll like do a whole video in a diaper. And like his his uh his his stage name is the baby. And he got a lot of dope music. He 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 uh I think he attached to uh Yo Gotti, uh okay. CMG. Um but like if you go watch his South by Southwest vlog from a couple years ago, I think it might have been this past year or last year, um he was in the streets of Texas in a diaper and his jewelry and some Jordans. You know what I'm saying? I mean, and part of it is like, well, you can't say it didn't work. It worked. Right. So, right. you know, how much of this do you even blame the dudes for? Like, is, is, is Jock supposed to chill and watch his show not get no Mimi and the Trap going down? Nobody want to hear that no more. People don't even want to see that in the tour. So, uh, and he ain't have no, he don't got that music no more. And we and we don't got got that music no more from these artists that's gonna really outlast that. It's gonna make it past twenty years. We ain't gonna care about what Young Jock doing in ten years, five years. You yeah, know what I'm saying? And he barely he's hanging on now. And that's the culture we created, man. Like that's it's one of the things where, um, who asked the question? Who who said this? But it was really I can't. It's not cut of my mind who said this, but. The, con- the, the first thing that came to mind by Young Jock was like, at what point in time is this going to become not funny anymore? I was watching Corey Holcomb. That's what it was. It was Corey Holcomb. Um, it was the episode of 5150 show whenever uh, him and Aerie Spears got into it. I mean, I don't want to go into that too much, but it was still one of those things where on one end, um, Aries was trying to say, like, man, it's it's funny. It's comedy. It's kind of a craft to, to you know, kind of cross, not cross dress, but to impersonate, you know, the, the opposite sex or gender, you know, that he was on that boat. And I was trying to listen to hear him out with some fair when it comes to, you know, okay, I haven't heard this perspective before. Comedy is a craft, right? But even in those crafts, after citing it but so many times, at what point in time does that craft, especially that act, especially in a craft like comedy, becomes no longer funny. You know what I'm saying? Like while we like we're starting to see a crossover into so many avenues. Like young Jock was a musician, but now he's going into more TV. Why? Right. And, and it's, it's get, to me, it's, it's getting past old. Uh, there's a lot of there's a lot of archetypes and things that are happening that like we're past how old it is. It should be old on us seeing it and not understanding what's really happening. And even Young Jock himself like told you why he did it. Right. This is what my money came with. I had to do this to get the money. I don't understand what's wrong with y'all. It's just some clothing. I got the money. That's what's important to y'all, right? <laughs> right. And that's crazy in itself, the fact that it's really that transparent now, where it used to almost be, like, on the low, and it's, they, like, they weren't going to just outright come out and say, like, yeah, this is pretty much what you got to do if you're trying to move like that. But they coming out and telling you, and people really feel, and comedians always joke about it, how <coughs> entertainment industry chew you up and spit you out. And the crazy part about it is, there's there's a, a endless line of people looking to get chewed up, and when people get spit back out, they go get back in the line. Right. And it was crazy just hearing that analogy where it's like he right, like people go through it all just to get into that space and embarrass themselves, embarrass their character, you know, all kinds of madness and Bruh. pretty much <laughs> for nothing. On that on that note, man, like uh, what's her name? I want to be respectful. Like I think it's Lena Waithe or Lena Hayes. Um, just won an Emmy this past week. Um, black LGBTQ, uh, LGBTQ kind of representative. Just want to show respect to that avenue. But I remember seeing um, someone post a picture of her, like, before she got this kind of fame for the show, 
um, Master of None, and it was mm-hmm. kind of showing her like getting coffee for something, right? And the kind of tagline was like, you know, you see in her shine right now, but you don't know the kind of hard work they put in behind closed doors. And it's kind of like, nah, man, that's the, that's the part of Hollywood that people get chewed up and spit out in, where y'all got people running to get coffee and putting their own financial, you know, standings and credit in the in, in the up up for grabs, if you will, or, or in harm's way for the idea that one day I'll be able to be in control and be a part of Hollywood. And um, talking to people who've been out there, like people make it like they're like, nah, it's just a part of the business, bro. You got to take it what it is. Like business is business. It's like. At one point in time, can we, we as human beings stand, stand against business and say, nah, bro, that's morally wrong, bro. And I don't feel like because you, you have a camera or you have this title, you could treat people this way or think of the world this way. Right. Right. Too, because people really will be spending their money that they don't have just to go and watch. And I don't heard watch, uh, I mean, listen to. Um, old broadcasts of like old radio shows and how they did the interns and stuff they had them doing and buying food and all kinds of this one uh, show that was on um, it was a a New York show that got syndicated um, but it was like when all that raw edgy kind of later after Howard Stern uh, was popping called Opie and Anthony and they they kind of jumped from the radio to FM yeah you know because with Patrice O'Neill he would always do the show and stuff and so, right. like, um, it was just crazy hearing the stuff that they had the interns do, and then they, the interns would just talk about it and just be on some, like, yeah, you know, you do this stuff for a little while, but then you get signed on, the next thing you know, you next thing you know, you're in the room with all these people, and you're moving up the ladder and all this stuff. And that's kind of the way most professions go on some level, but it's this, this come with a different level of disrespect. Like, we're going to humiliate you to the highest degree in order for you to be successful and be in these circles and, and be able to kind of represent this down to, and then, it's, and like you said, the, the fact that it's the dress and then to a point where a young thug put it on the album cover and try to, it's kind of artsy, you know what I'm saying? Right. Jock just hopped out the thing in a, in a, in a city trends dress, like, boom, I'm here. What's up? I got this dress right. on. Uh, and he tried, he came out with the perm first. So it ain't like this is first go. Um, so it was just like, man, this whole reality that's going on in Atlanta already is own little entity. And the fact that you got people looking at you, like what's wrong with you for not being down for certain stuff or it's just a wild kind of interesting thing. And I don't, I don't, I don't live down there. I don't know. I, I don't know the beat down there, but the last time it, it was down there, uh, it was pretty aggressive beat. And so I imagine that it's, it's progressed to something a little bit different now, specifically with, the times changing to a point where young jock doing this don't even really make the news for too long. Cause it's like, well, yeah, for one it's young jock, but okay. It's a dude in the dress. We talking about a dude in the dress in Atlanta. So anyway, you know, right. <laughs> that's, not, that's not even a, you know, nothing to, to, to cry about. So, um, with young dro with the whole snitching thing and the whole idea of like, this is the old guard. This is the, this is old masculinity. This is the old, like, you see you see what he's doing? He's a snitch. You know what I'm saying? Like, do you see the weird comparison I'm trying to make? Like, it's almost yeah. like they, they tearing him down. Because Dro is a real good example of a kind of masculine dude. He be on some other stuff. He kind of a little, he, he I a drug sometimes. You know, he done had his, and he didn't talk about it. But he, 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 I would say he represent kind of an old school Atlanta in a sense that he's, he's a straight 
he's an eccentric man is a straight eccentric man. He doesn't yeah, he's like, not a, a gender bending eccentric man. Yeah, like he's still fresh, he still do his clothes and fashion thing, but like it's still a masculine even if you don't agree with him wearing shorts above the knees, there's still a masculine kind of touch to his appearance and his expression of himself. And even right. in his explaining the situation, he was like, All right, so I got kids. I'm a grown man. I'm supposed to take a gun charge for you just to keep it real. Just to be like, oh, nah, that's, you know, I don't know. Like, I, I already got charges and stuff. So I'm supposed to. Now, whether or not you agree with him putting the person name in it, because the, the whole thing was about him putting the person name in a report. Um, yeah. Oh, bro. I remember right before, I'm sorry, but right before the story hit, I actually watched the 85 South show where he explains the whole thing behind it, man. And it's, it's exactly that. It's the it, we're still dealing with realness and masculinity again. <laughs> right, right. And it's cra- it's just crazy that 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 went that way, and they ended up beefing over it like they did. But it's almost like man, for almost like there's no the the cool thing to do is something that's very detrimental to your well being in right. different ways. You know what I'm saying? And I, I thought that was just a trip that he got painted in that way um, and to a point where a lot of people is like trying him. And I'm curious to see how his career, I mean, he already had like an underground career. I'm curious to go kind of after all of this. Um, and then of course, I off, uh, tonight without trying to mention uh, Kevin Hart and any other kind of craziness going on in the world right now, it's wild with his, his little situation. And we done had little conversations um, kind of, uh, back and forth about it, <clears throat> but um, I'm curious just to hear y'all's insight on the whole thing because I know one thing, and I, I don't pay a whole lot of attention to celebrity gossip because his wife still ain't said nothing, right? So it's right. almost like we still not even aware of the fact that whether or not she was even in on this, she knew about it, she was cool with it. Um, that's something they do, you know what I'm saying? And you know, or it was allowed. She gave him a pass. Like you just never know. On top yeah. of in this celebrity game, it's almost. I mean, what part of the game when it comes to celebrities do it not have to do with people kind of doing what they want to do and living an unruly lifestyle? Specifically, the person that's the top person. It's a it's a climb all the way to the top. You get the spotlight, and then low key you start getting destroyed, and that's right. kind of how it goes. So um, it's a situation where it's almost like why are people surprised and why are people holding him to this standard where it's like most people in his position do this and he's human. So why are y'all being so hard on him and dogging him out to the point where it's the focal point of multiple, like we're talking about it right now. So it's just like, Oh, that's, that's essentially the point. Um, We don't have these long drawn out conversations anymore um, about uh, our counterparts in the same, you know, man skin allegedly um, doing, like you said, doing the same thing. Like um, just recently, what movie was it? It's a movie that is coming out that people are kind of like, yo, don't go support this movie because this person is like uh, a documented like child child predator. You know what I'm saying? So it's one of the things where the facts about lives and how people live in their lives and judging about them based on that are really going to happen way more so with, I'm not going to say just the men, but black celebrity stars, however you want to you know, coin them, way more than anybody else. So nobody's going to, like nobody makes these judgments about character about black, you know, about you know the, the others out there as much as they're gonna do with with, with these. Like, 
like you said, we don't know what their what their relationship is like, but we all in their business. So it's not first of all, it's none of our business. That's not our thing. You know, we right. we can, we can you know we we judgmental yes, but we do we did at one point in time have respect of people's business. Right. And we're at the same right. time where you know we're we're trying to figure out while this woman is pregnant, like how they're navigating their their marriage and pregnancy, and that's none of our business. Um, right. But then to add on to that, like this becomes like a rallying cry on how you see all, you know, black men sometimes, that is disheartening. That's the most disheartening part because about that. all it takes, bro, is <laughs> subtle reminders. Like, honestly, I, I, I'm getting, going back and forth with what's the point in a lot of this communication because it's not, communication itself is not masculine. So it's one of the things where we're, sometimes we, we keep talking about these certain things to remind or cue certain pain that can always cue certain ways of thinking. So, like, anytime a black man cheats or is a sexual predator in, in any way in the public, you know, light, oh, man, like, this is going to cue, like, a, a, another, a, a, another band of narratives that, don't get me wrong, these are real and these need to be, you know, continually talked about. But at some point in time, like, are, are we just doing it to, to rehash what we already know? Right. And also, rehash the image that we already have. Hmm. Do you think that um, this kind of because I talked I talked to some kids today and it's almost like the idea is kind of done. Like there's no the the idea of privacy is kind of done. Like they don't they, there's not a lot of respect for privacy. It's almost right. like everything has to be broadcast. Everything has to be out in the which in some ways is good, but realistically right. we know that that's not how people function. So. I'm curious to know kind of the deterioration of privacy. And I mean, people are already handing over their rights uh, for apps uh, without <laughs> thinking about it just because they don't right. read the app the, and, the, and they agree to it. It's all kinds of stuff. You, I didn't, when I found out that these apps was, um, when you hit agree to certain conditions, they still have access to your uh, phone and your camera, even when the app's not open. That's wild. That's wild. It's um, one of those things bro, where that to me, as a historian, we, other people are experiencing the reality that African-American, black, and more marginalized people in this country have always experienced. This idea that there's no sanctity or safety or privacy to you as a human being. So, like, one thing that I experienced even on campus, man, it's, just, it's a simple example. I could be standing on a sidewalk waiting for my ride. I'm not, you know, I'm not bothering anybody. I'm just standing on the sidewalk like a, like a human being. And groups of people will walk past me. And if I do not, I don't normally move. But if I don't adjust my body, they'll, they'll literally, like, hit me. Or they have to – if I don't move, they'll be like, oh, at the last minute, like, let me dip my shoulder. But they're awkwardly close to me. Like, you don't exist as a human being. And that's, that's how we are with privacy at this point. Whereas, like, I don't have any idea or preview in my mind of the emotional, psychological implications of me being all in your business. Right. Now, once, but when it starts happening to me, then I want to go, this is going to cause me mental illness. Like, we are a society that once stuff starts happening to the individual, we, we now know and can and have more sympathy versus being more forward-thinking and learning from our people ahead of us. So one thing that I don't get people business, bro, because when you start getting people's business, you become a, a, a person who now has power and responsibility over their, over their situation. Right. On top of man, everybody got their stuff. If counseling, everybody, everybody got their stuff. 
So you might not be doing this, but you're doing that. So at the end yeah, of the day, nobody, nobody wants it out, Omar. When I say nobody right. wants it out, nobody wants it out. Right. Because if that's if 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 the world worked like that, where everybody's stuff was just out, we would be disgusted with one. People got some yeah. some crazy crazy stuff going on with themselves, and I mean, again, to each his own. But right. Yeah, it's just like it's just like, well, what my wife said. Let's not even talk about religious folks. Like people right. would be people would lose their mind. If they knew Bruh. what they pastors and what they leaders was doing behind closed doors, I don't see how people had that Joel Osteen thing happen at this church and people ain't just be done with him. Like, how you not done? If you're a big time follower of him, you don't bought his books, you don't want to see him speaking all that. How do you still stand beside that man knowing he hesitated? He pump faked and he's supposed what? to be the, 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 the representative. Like, come on, I, man. I feel like this, Omar. What else you gonna do on Sunday? Right, right. True. Like what? True. What is what is social activity that's gonna stimulate you in a spiritual way? Are you gonna do on Sunday if you don't go to Joe Osteen's church? Like that's really what. Like sometimes he, the bare bones of humanity is what we don't deal with until shit hit the fan. Right. So when shit hit the fan, we start going out to the bare bones of what's really important about us. And like you said, like how how you as a moral person like can't like at least take a week off. Like nah, bro, I can't fuck with you this week because that's some foul shit. Like people probably didn't take a week off, bro. Right, right. And they won't. And they won't have the real. They won't come to the the conclusion. Like part of the reason why I won't is not spiritual satisfaction or spiritual enlightenment. Part of it is purely just I don't want to not be here. Right. Something feels wrong about not being here, and I don't know where that's coming from. And it's it's interesting that you say that. That like you said, um, it like people people just want to be satisfied, and people just want to believe what they believe, and there's no really amount of. Uh, logic or anything that you can insert into the situation that's going to sway them. Um, I saw another video where there was a Black Lives Matter group at a Trump rally and in some way even though, I mean, it's hard for me to believe this happened organically, but uh, let's say that it did. In some way, the Black Lives Matter group ended up on stage and Mm so they they gave the, they they were like, you know, we're going to give you a voice, Um, you know, we're going to allow you to say what you need to say um, because it's better that at the end of the day to fix the country, we're going to have to work together. So they said they teased about black people and, the, you know, the things that's been going on. And um, they're talking about just people getting arrested. And like they were cheering for some of the stuff. Like I'm an American too. You know, I want my equal rights just like you. I want to vote. I want to, you know, all this stuff. But when they were right. talking about people getting arrested and getting killed, people, some of the people in the crowd were like, those were criminals. Talking about some of the people that's been killed by the Those were just criminals. And it's right. just so crazy that, like, people have built a narrative in their head to a point where it's like, well, I don't even know nothing about this person, but if the police shot the man, he must have been so, I mean, I don't really have any sympathy for somebody, some criminal getting shot in the face. You know, right. and the idea that people are that complacent to the point where they're not willing to even step back, like you said, that's the same thing as the one well, my good fix on a Sunday. Like, I just want to feel good about what I believe in. Because if, right. if I challenge it and I look at it for too long, I'm going to make myself uncomfortable because I'm going to realize damn, I've been shitting on all these other people for the longest, and my beliefs have been perpetuating that experience. Mm, right. Nobody wanted, Well, what you're speaking to, Omar, is um, and I try to tell people this all the time just because on some, on some sneak shit, which is like, living here, I have to be accountable for the things the system has taught me, so that means you do too. As a straight black man, if you want to say that the white patriarchal system has taught me how to um, impose upon my own intracommunal 
relations, let's also be privy to the things that's taught everybody. And, mm. and, and nobody wants to be nobody wants to be responsible for the oppressor in them. <laughs> right. 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 And to be honest, until you said what you said about that sidewalk thing, I thought I was the only one. Honestly. If I'm walking and I'm by myself and don't let it be a group of dudes, they'll damn near oh, look my. at me like, Why are you not I, in the grass, boy? Like, I've, I've, I've had I've had moments where you know my partner has heard. Listen, man, I'm between going back to my old high school ways where when people don't respect your space and your presence in the hallway, where you you give them that chest push, you know that push that comes from straight from the chest, where you like I'm hoping you fall down the slide a little bit. Right, right. That, it's one of these where always asking, always being pressured to like, what response do you really want from me? Right. I'm not like yeah. I, I don't feel a need to respond to this because I feel like you know what you're doing, but I also feel like if I don't respond to this, somebody else got to deal with this, and I can deal right. with this real. I can I can handle right. this myself. Right, and it just don't even need to go that far. It right, don't so, even I mean, need to it's, go that far. It's, it's daily occurrences that I have to parse out. Like, and believe it or not, bro, the work the, the craziest part about it is this is me going to teach a class. I'm not a student. Like this is me going right. to teach a class right. in an area that is mainly administrative. <clears throat> and and like my, the last occurrence that I'm thinking of at this point in time, I know this person was an administrator on campus, but this is not, but that doesn't mean like I don't know that's what happened. Right, right. And I bet you teaching people who probably looking at you like I don't want to learn nothing from you. Well, they really yeah. don't have a choice because it's either me or my other black, you know, major professor and I mean it's not always that, believe it or not, it's a it's a it's a queer kind of combination of things. Like they want to learn because they've never engaged with or they didn't think it existed like such intelligent black men who could teach me something. Right, right. That's the first thing that I really encounter like, oh my God, like this is a relic. Like, oh I didn't know that you guys existed. Like teach me everything, please. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Um, and I'm actually finding. Go ahead, my bad, my bad. I said, and, but then over time, like it's one of those things where um, I have incurred people who did want to learn from me, but they don't understand that to a degree the university has already kind of stamped me as like you got to learn from me. Like this is right. the university can't take a stance of you just don't you don't like to learn from people who look like me. Right. You can change your right. class. Like you, that's the university says. Like you got an option to change your class. You can do what you want to do, but. That's not a reason for you not to to be in that class right now. Right, right. Um, now we've been kind of going back and forth. Um, Sapphire, did you have anything you wanted to jump in with or chime in with? I know we didn't leave a whole lot of room. I'm sorry. I was so I was listening so intensely, um, and you guys have pretty much covered the gamut. And if I had to add anything to the conversation, um, you know, and give a recap, I would say this. I realized while you all were talking that I have an information overload. I'm an avid reader. I'm an avid reader. And because of my craft, reading is fundamental. You know, my, my craft is contingent upon reading and deciphering information. And I thought about this. When you said earlier, you said that there are so many, you, you said this, I'm not, I'm not paraphrasing exactly, but you said something to the effect of there are so many disasters and there's so much going on right now. Um, 
you know, that we just cannot fathom or cover it all. And you said, so I'm, I'm going to move on to uh, young Jock, I believe it was, who wore the dress. Mm-hmm. And I thought about that. That was very powerful because me just listening to you, I had this thought. Have you ever wondered or, or thought that maybe that is the purpose for young Jock wearing a dress so mm-hmm. that we don't concentrate on all of the indigenous people whose lives have been interrupted and literally almost destroyed as a result of all these catastrophes. Mm -hmm. So here he comes wearing a dress, and you got to – and so what happens is you're going to focus some energy. I'm not saying that you're going to spend hours on this clown, but but you are going to spend some level of energy that's going to take away from the energy you are going to give to the issues that are germane to our very survival. Mm. So here he comes in a dress, and – I I, want to say this, and I know you all may not agree with me, but I believe that all rappers are government rappers if they Mm. have a contract. Mm. The only rapper that is not a government rapper is um, the underground rapper. Mm. And when they snatch him up and he gets a contract, he's, guess what he is? He's a rapper that has to portray himself to get people to subscribe to negative images. Right. I don't, I, you know, in watching this, you know, the hip-hop culture morph into gangster rap and then morph into something else, and watching it, I realize that it's all based on propaganda. And, mm. if, and if you notice from the, from the rappers on down to the celebrities, the black celebrities, everything is geared towards degenerate sex and crime. Even in the most minute details within itself, when you think about it, and how I came to this summation was that told me this. He said, you know, I, I don't even know who this rapper is, um, but he, he had this cut where he was saying he was riding dirty. You know, that he had his heater in, the, in a special compartment. He was drinking, you know, and he had about five blunts, and he was going to enjoy his life. And he said to me, you know what I thought? I admired him, and I, he said, I, he said, I'm going to keep it real. I don't, I don't do everything that my favorite artists do. He said, but I like to look like him. Not that I think I'm him. I like to look like him. I like to look like him. He said, but what if kids are weaker than myself mentally, and they decide to ride dirty? That's what made me come to some of these summations about the music industry. Mm-hmm. If it well, don't make dollars, it don't make sense. So well, if that, you have a litany of artists who create music and narrative within the music that will have you expose yourself to certain instances that would lower your station, then that makes money for guess who? Local government, state government, federal government, because we know that crime is big business. We know that the penitentiary is the new plantation. Mm. We know that if you can get caught up in the courts, that's money for your local government. And if you if it's a a, a big case, then your superior court. It, I mean, it's just it makes sense because it makes money, not for us necessarily, but for the people who provide the necessary tools to get people out here. These these little people don't have the money to put these kinds of videos together the the when you watch 
the quality videos, you understand that it didn't come from their mind. You know what I'm right. saying? So right. that's one thing. And the last thing I want to say about Kevin Hart, I've noticed with the celebrities, not the musicians, but the celebrities, why is it that their um, scandals always have a theme that leads to their next movie or their next mm. gig that they're doing? Have you all noticed that? I want you to start paying attention to that. The scandal will come out. Then there'll be a movie or some type of project that they're working on that is related to the scandal. I'm starting to to understand that this this virtual reality is used as a tool to control our minds. And I know you all hear that a lot, but I, I think this information overload is so that you will say to yourself, going on, there ain't nothing I could do to help. I, I'm just going to, you know, gracefully back out of this and do my own thing. You know what I'm saying? Because this is just too much. And and as far as the hurricanes, there's so many hurricanes, and it's almost like they're doing um, the damn near doing the Dougie or some shit. How, how does a hurricane... <laughs> Go from a one to a five, backtrack, hit the right. islands, pick up more steam, and then hit the states. Not only that, this is these are intelligent storms because they seem to like black folks. Right. They seem to like areas where black folks are, and I want you to pay attention to this. So when you analyze the storms, the actual physical storm itself, and you see it happening in real time, you realize that there's a lot of rain and a lot of wind. But how is it that with that amount of rain, so much water comes so quickly? So I I did some calculations, and water cannot collect or travel as quickly as these people are drowning. People's houses are half full with water like a fish tank. Okay, there's not enough rain to constitute that much water that quickly. Within 30 minutes, somebody says, this guy says it's raining. See, I don't, I no longer pay attention to mainstream media when I want to see the effects. I, I, I look at somebody that is a total nobody. And this person I watched was a guy, you know, he did a video, he was smoking a blunt, and he said, this is for my family to let you know I'm all right. He said it hasn't hit yet. It's, it, it, I mean, he said it, it, the storm is here, talking about Harvey. He said it's here, but there's no damage. He was showing his garage and everything. Now, while this man's doing this, this video, within 20 minutes' time, his garage is, is, <clears throat> is filled literally to the half point with water. He said, I don't know where all this water came from. So then when I looked into it, some of these people live near levees. Mm-hmm. And he says it looks like mm-hmm. somebody knocked down the levee. Mm-hmm. So what am I saying here? I'm saying that there, there's so much going on, and all that I can take from it is that America is in trouble, and they want to stimulate the economy. So if people were in – I'm going to use this analogy with sports. On the football field, it's a blitz. You know what happens with a blitz. Or in, on the basketball courts, it's a full-court press. When mm-hmm. all that goes on, guess what? The, 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 the offense is confused, if, if I'm saying this correctly. Do you guys understand where I'm going with this? No. Yeah. They don't know what the plan is. 
So with the people being hit with all these storms, young dog wearing a dress, Kanika Jenkins, I'm I'm not I I think that was something totally different. But I'm just saying Bring it up. All of this calamity and it's it, it's a blitz upon the people. So what happens is over time what not myself and not you guys, but what people were calling use, useless speeders, these people are not able to hold on to the the substantial things that make for sustenance, you know, for your life. And what I'm saying here is when you look at the insurance industry, why is it that this month they passed a bill, the Congress passed a bill for the insurance industry that if you don't file your damages within a small increment of time, you can no longer receive payment for the claim. So here's Mm. the thing. What I'm saying is rebuilding has a smaller window and more narrow constraints on it. So people who just barely had some insurance, people who were just barely hanging on, living in an apartment, people who were behind in their mortgage and their insurance, and and because they're away at a camp somewhere or, or something, they couldn't file quickly enough and properly enough, and probably they didn't even know that this, that this um, legislation passed. Right. So guess what? They're destitute. They're out of the area. And more than likely, we know what happens. People usually succumb to death or illness or something like that when they're in, in dire straits for four or five-year periods at a time. So I'm saying, could this be the method for this madness that it's, one, it's a cleansing, two, it's a economic boost for people who are already okay in their station, three, it's also a tool to feed the institutions that make money off of black folks. And, and, and lastly, um, you guys touched on this, but I want to say it's an excellent opportunity for people to get organs. Mm-hmm. Okay? Mm-hmm. We don't know where the children are who are orphans, who are in these facilities. We, nobody says anything about the halls that are keeping children who are in child who are in protective service custody, you know, child protective services. Mm-hmm. Nobody said anything about if any of those kids drowned, if if they were rescued or anything. So then right. six months later we hear, Oh, child protective services bureau or facility here lost sixty kids. But hey, wait a minute. It's six months later. We don't know about autopsies, we don't know if organs were stolen. I'm just saying it it's an opportunity for evil to capitalize off of and exploit the weaker in various cultures in America. And also, um, I want to say this, as it relates to the Kanika-Jeekin situation, I'm done looking into that. I'm done, you know, reading about it because I realize that this is a major cover-up and the yeah. rabbit hole is so damn deep. Average yeah. black layperson is not going to be able to unravel this because whenever there is an investigation and they're able to tell you within 10 minutes of the start of the investigation that they understand totally what the crime is, what you know, what happened, 
It's not a homicide, they say. And they also said there is no footage. Let me repeat this. There is no footage of her walking into the freezer. None will be released because they don't have it. So I understand this. I understand that the man who owns the hotel is linked. He, he, his family members own a bio chemical, a bio um, technological center. He was all, they were also busted for having organs. If it looks like a duck and quacks like one, guess what? It's a duck. And mm. I think they took her organs. And I think people will never find out the insurance is going to pay the mom. But here's the thing. People, black people need to be aware that while they may not understand blood types, what they need to understand is this. An authentic black person is called, in, 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 it's called let me get this right, a universal donor. And that's for a reason. That means not only your blood, but your organs can go to any other being who came into manifestation on this earth after you. That means every other race of people can do really well with your organs. And so I'm on yoga mind. That's pretty much what I have to say. Yeah. 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 That was, that was um, an awesome summary. Um, Cause I mean, go ahead, go ahead. I really want to confirm what she spoke to about hip hop, um, because that's really what my dissertation kind of is exploring or or uncovering as well. Because um, while I'm interviewing um, these black men at an elite public institution, um, they do recognize like, oh nah, man, like I was just I had the critical thinking skills to disentangle a hip hop message. (laughs) um, Yeah, it may seem negative on the front end, but there's some deeper messages here. Like I, I, I'm a true believer that we can't bullshit for too long as a, as a, as a people. So even from people who are not as well read, you will get wisdom and things that they just keep on talking. So um, I just want to confirm it. That's absolutely even, even them knowing that as a young man, I knew that other people took this literally versus me disentangling and, and deconstructing what's really going on and understanding people work for somebody um, as well. Word, word. Um, so with that, uh, I think that's a good point to go into the last words. Um, and I can kick it off. Um, thank y'all again for joining for uh, King Vision. Uh, my last word is, um, like everything that we always talk about, um, I wasn't even going to go into the hotel situation just because it's been, um, like you said, it's been so discussed and and it's like it it, it is so blatantly wrong and so blatantly evil like you said and so blatantly just it's not even a clean situation so it's almost like man if you can look at that situation and feel that it's legitimate even down to the reality that the social media piece of the video saying you can like hear, hear someone screaming for help like I don't even want to watch that video to hear if I can hear someone screaming for help because that's terrible if that exists. Um, little stuff like that is just almost like that's too eerie and that's too creepy and it's almost like you're stirring up emotions and I, I just can't deal. Um, but this is just more proof that the world's in a place where it's like, man, you really got to just be attentive to what's going on because everything's being presented to you in so many ways and it's, it's, it's being presented to you as complex and it's not even as complex as, as it seems. And you can look at it and tell it's not even that complex. It's almost like 
the uh, whole like when they talk about the uh, moon man and being a hoax, it's almost like you can. The joke is you can see the guy holding the light in the back. Like you know, it's a situation where you got to kind of see the guy holding the light when it comes to these situations. Whether we talk about the weather, whether we talking about young jock, whether we talking about the organ harvesting that's going on, whether we talking about any of these things that are considered conspiratorial, like just think about it from a logical standpoint and just look at it. Just and just do some research, some very basic. YouTube and Google research and look up stuff. There's nothing is new. History just repeats itself. There are coincidences uh, or instances of all of these things um, prior to the situation that's happening right now. So I just want to encourage everybody to maintain an open mind and um, just be aware of the world around you and don't just receive information. Go out to seek out information so that you can you know, form your own opinion. Am I, am I up next or? Whoever will go. <laughs> All right, bro. Well, uh, just adding on to that, I feel like um, in, in, the, in the current time that we are in, um, don't feel, don't feel powerless. Um, take advantage of opportunities to, 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 to feel these things in a true sense. Um, not necessarily just feeling them through the, the vein of the social media or the vein of TV, state out, you know, media, whatever. Like, really take opportunity to 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 feel so we can under, so we can figure out what can be done. Uh, with situations like the hotel situation, it kind of breaks my heart um, even more so because it's really, um, I'll use it straight up. Like being straight, like outsiders taking advantage of of how we perceive our own community. And how we move in our own community, like shit like this could happen because of um, us not feeling the way we're supposed to feel about each other for each other um, holistically. Um, I even heard I've heard I heard gangsters, you know, thugs, whatever you want, whatever moniker you want to use, say like these people that go home to their mom at night. You know what I'm saying? Like when I've heard people who I know are willing to kill say those type of things, um, I'm not hearing that enough from people who they don't live that type of life. But we, mm. we've got to say that we're not caring enough or feeling enough what's really happening to people in, in whatever place. Um, whenever I was, you know, I was in Savannah whenever the first hurricane, when well, the second hurricane came through Florida and seeing people show up, it, it threw me for a loop because I'm just like, these are white people showing up and I can only think about the droves and droves of different types of black people who live in Florida who couldn't make a fucking move. Right. And you got to get to a place where not only like when you start feeling again, we'll start moving again. And right now they can keep us still because we don't feel shit. Okay. I my last statement is gonna be this and it's an FYI statement. I was really shocked to find that melanin sells for three hundred and fifty three dollars per ounce. And that's more than cocaine, weed, gold, silver. Okay? Now having said that, I want you to understand this. This is a key thing. So when I found that, I, I, I found that one pineal gland from an authentic black person can provide enough ounces of melanin to treat 500 people. Mm. Let that sink in. Okay. Now, here's, here's the next thing. If you understand how valuable you melanin is, that's E-U, you melanin, 
If you understand how valuable it is, then you will understand that people who are not connected with you see you as more valuable dead than alive. I'm just saying it sounds creepy. It may sound conspiratorial, but what you don't know can kill you. And now that I know this, I'm really looking at people with the side eye. And I suggest everybody else do the same. Be mindful of your children, your family members. You need to be careful of who you bring into your circle and going places and ending up in situations where you could come up missing and nobody could know whatever happened to you. This is real. Our lives will never be the same, and we need to prepare and be mindful of that. And I'm going to yield the mic. Cool, cool. Well, thank you all for joining us for another version of King Vision. Peace.